Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first official video podcast of Vocally Versatile Paranormal Series. Um, as I had explained in the introduction uh, that I did last week, we're going to cover some of the terms uh, of what's going on. Now, over the course of the next several weeks, months possibly, depending on how well this is received, we will be having several different guests. Um, one of my upcoming guests is actually somebody that I work with on the 9 to 5. Um, he is an amateur ghost hunter, and he's going to have some clips and some EVPs and things like that to share with all of you out there. Uh, just so that, you know, everyone out there is aware, I do want you to send me your video clips, send me your recordings, um, even call in and let us know, you know, what you have seen out there. Uh, now, we will be going with live calls here shortly. Uh, for the live calls, all you have to do is uh, call in on uh, the uh, number that I've got posted in my profile, hit extension 800, and everything will be good to go. So, down to business. Um, now, I'm going to put this link into the chat so that all of you can take a look at it and know exactly where I've gotten my definitions from, uh, at least as far as the types of hauntings. The other definitions have been grabbed based on, you know, just years of watching paranormal stuff. Uh, and, I mean, everyone can look this up, they can look up the uses, you know, it, it's everywhere on the web. Now, there are several different types of hauntings. I'm going to go over some of the main definitions. The most common haunting is a residual haunting. A residual haunting is when activity can occur when something traumatic or stressful occurs, even if it's something happy. So, but it's usually traumatic or stressful, like somebody got murdered or, you know, somebody, you know, different types of things that would cause stress right at the moment of passing. Uh, negative energy is literally blasted into the atmosphere, causing the atmosphere to imprint or record the event. Imprinting or recording the event it's kind of like the cosmic DVR, okay? Uh, the entities involved in the residual haunting activity are unaware of their surroundings. Uh, this is not an intelligent haunting, which I will go over here shortly with you. Uh, there is no interaction between you and the entity. You're just watching a tape on replay. Or... You've got your favorite YouTube video, you hit that replay button, or that loop button, or the repeat button, and it just keeps playing over and over and over. A lot of times, it's at a specific time. Like, if at 3 a.m. your house got broke into, or somebody's house got broke into, they got scared because they got woke up, somebody's standing in their room, and that person decides to, well, shoot them in the head, for instance. Or have their way with them, and then do something to them. So 
this is just different. This is a residual haunting, and like I said, it's just a tape on repeat. Now, I know a lot of you that watch supernatural shows, that watch ghost hunting shows, you all know what these things are. I get it. I know what they are. Um, but for those that are relatively new to the scene, I think it's a good idea to at least explain some of the most common things. And then there's the intelligent haunting, where you've actually got a ghost. This is a spirit that is trapped on a physical plane that can't get free for whatever reason, and they actually will interact with you. They will stop and look at you if you say something to them. Sometimes a lot, and a lot of times, if you do bust them, they'll just fade out. They'll disappear. So these are things, this is more of an intelligent, or it's an interactive type content. And this is where a lot of EVPs come from. Um, an EVP is an electronic voice phenomenon. Uh, and I'll go over that here uh, shortly once we get down into the equipment. Now, a lot of times people will mistake an intelligent haunting with poltergeist activity. And yes, it's like the movie Poltergeist from way back when, and I'm showing my age on that one. <laughs> but uh, poltergeist is from a German word meaning noisy spirit. Uh, they uh, report back as far as ancient Roman times. Activity takes place. It'll start off with knocks and bangs, furniture starting to move around by itself. Then the activity will become more intense, manifesting itself through voices and even appearance of full apparitions. Now, furniture may slide across the room. Beds may shake. Uh, many shows that are based on this type of haunting, because it tends to be the most terrifying and rarest type of haunting that occurs. Now, a lot of times, poltergeist activity will manifest itself around teenagers. Sometimes teenage boys, but typically teenage girls. Because during that time, during puberty and growing up, their emotions are raw and unchecked. And that is what the poltergeist will feed off of. It's not necessarily a poltergeist. It may just be a manifestation of that raw emotion, that raw energy from that person. <clears throat> now, most of the time in case of a poltergeist, the haunting circles around a female in her teen years. Some of these cases do seem to be caused by female, the female unknowingly controlling the energy around herself. Uh, some cases happen around people that are stable and in the right mind space. This haunting is hard to classify due to certain situations. No two are ever really the same. Most of the time, you'll find that one person in the house seems to be more affected by the haunting than anyone else. It may seem that most of the activity doesn't happen unless that certain person is present. Usually, the activity appears to stop when that person leaves the home. The majority of the time, poltergeists are experienced by several people but again, they seem to center around one certain person, and this person may be highly stressed or 
uh, late, or maybe the person has gone through some type of extreme emotional situation. Now, when the teenager that's manifesting this activity, uh, there's usually several spirits in the area. The spirits appear to pull their energy together in order to become strong enough to move the large objects and make more noises in order to in order to remedy the situation, you need to find the root of their anger so that they can pass over and leave you in peace. A lot of times this is easier said than done. Um, just like in the movie Poltergeist, it was because this was built on a graveyard. That would have been relatively easy enough to remedy if they'd have moved the bodies. But they didn't know about it until the end of the movie. So, <laughs> but a lot of times... A lot of times with poltergeist activity, activity, it is directly linked to the emotional state of a teenager, sometimes young adults. So I've heard of poltergeist activity going as late as 27, maybe 28. But that is extremely rare because usually by that time, most people are able to take control of their emotional state and put it out there in a more constructive manner so that they do not cause the poltergeist type activity. But I have heard of it. There have been shows on it where there was one young lady who I believe was 26 and there was poltergeist activity going on. So, so these are things that do happen, but don't jump to it straight away. First and foremost, if you're trying to classify a type of haunting, you want to capture it either on audio, on video. You want to have evidence of what's going on. The third most common uh, type of haunting, and this is being sensationalized right now in the media, on a lot of these ghost hunting shows is demonic activity. This is actually more rare than you think, but you have to keep in mind that if you put power into an entity, power meaning your thought, your emotions, your fears, however you might feel about a specific type of entity, entity like the Slenderman, that there is going to be a ghost out there or a spirit that's going to grab all that energy and it's going to manifest as that entity. So be careful what you put your thoughts and your energy into because it can manifest. Ghosts are real. Demons are entities that never had a mortal human form. Uh, the origins of it are extraterrestrial. Why? Because if you believe in God and his angels are from the heavens, what would make them extraterrestrial? If Satan and a third of the angels rebelled against God, then Satan and a third of the angels that became demons are also extraterrestrial because they come from the heavens. They are not of this earth. Uh, now, I know a lot of Christians out there are going to give me backlash, they're going to give me grief, and I get that. 
it's we say they're extraterrestrial because the heavens are above all. It's above the cosmos, it's above the universe, above everything. Okay? And this little blue marble floating through space is the planet that if you if you're a Christian that, that God created the human species on. But he is still above us. He it's still kind of out there. We we don't know exactly where heaven is. We don't know exactly where hell is. So most of the time it is classified as extraterrestrial. Don't don't leave me any nasty comments. I get it. And I explain it the best way that I can. Um and the best way that I've heard it explained from various types of shows. Now, going hand in hand with the demonic activity, sometimes there's angelic activity. So there's evil spirits meaning to do harm, and then there's benevolent spirits that people call angels that are there to help. Um, I know I personally have to have a guardian spirit because. I've done some things in my life. I've, I've been in some accidents where I shouldn't have walked away from them, but I did. Now, a lot of times in a demonic haunting, the entity will take on horrific imagery, making themselves look like a demon. Making their voice sound deep and gruff and hateful and just evil. You know, just everything wrapped up in one nasty little ball. Okay. Now, a lot of times you'll also see with a lot of different hauntings, you'll see like a black mist or a black fog, sometimes black shadows. These are called shadow people. And the occupants of houses where these hauntings occur um, claim to be followed by a black mist or a black fog or a shadow person or um, they'll say that they see the shadows on the walls at night moving on their own. Sometimes they'll have red eyes. And a lot of times the shadow people are very much out to get you, so to say. Because they want to drive you away. They want to drive you out of your own mind. And that is one of the things that a lot of people don't really fully realize about a lot of spirits. A lot of spirits will have an extreme distaste for the living. They think, you know, I don't I have a body anymore. Why can't I still be here? Why is this person here? I don't like this person. I'm going to torture this person. That's an intelligent haunting. Sometimes it does boil down into a demonic haunting. And in, with demonic hauntings, of course, as with everything, you can definitely, 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 <laughs> I can't stress that enough, have ill physical effects, ill mental effects. I was watching um, Dead Files the other night, and there was this couple that were in a house. They were remodeling it. They remodeled it, and it brought up activity. And the psychic that was on there 
started asking different questions because she saw these shadow people. And the, when they're away from the house, this couple gets along perfectly, absolutely beautifully. They are in love with each other. They talk, they laugh, they have fun. But when their house, when they're in their house, they're fighting like cats and dogs. They um, have ill physical effects. Um, they get extremely sick. Like they'll get nauseous. And it'll last the entire time that they're in their house. Um, the young lady that was on the show that was that had called in the Dead Files team actually had migraines occurring whenever she was home. She got physically ill. Her heart, um, she's uh, contracted cardiopulmonary disease, which did not run in her family. And in the uh, in a revisit I saw a couple of nights later, they had moved away from their house. Cardiopulmonary disease had completely cleared up and went away. There was no longer any migraines. There was no longer any fighting. So this, the spirits, the energies around you can definitely affect you both mentally and physically. So you always want to be careful. If things start happening, have your phone, get that camera up and going, try to capture it. Turn the voice recorder on on it and see if you can capture any sounds that are going on. And just be aware. Now, I do want to interject here real quick before we continue on. Again, you can send me your videos of paranormal activity to Raven. That's R-A-V like Victor, E like Echo, N like November at ravenfinley.com and Findlay is F like Fox, I, N like November, D like Delta, L, E like Echo, Y. So raven at ravenfinley.com, just like it is on my profile here. We will be right back. Hello, we here at RF Productions and Vocally Versatile want to go on record in support of the LGBTQ plus community. For decades, they have faced discrimination in all aspects of life. This discrimination has affected many, and many have paid the ultimate price for the hate. With the recent and proposed laws in many states, they are only serving to strengthen that hate and stating Anyone can discriminate against another person based on genetics. These laws go against basic human rights that everyone should have, regardless. We encourage you to write, call, tweet, and text your local, state, and federal congresspeople and let them know hate in any form is not acceptable. It has to stop now. Let them know children do not have targets on their backs. With recent laws attacking the children, youth suicide rates will climb. Only when everyone stands together as one, with one voice, will real change be made. Welcome back to the show. Next up 
is the equipment that a lot of ghost hunters, a lot of paranormal hunters will use. This is also going with cryptid hunters. Um, but I'm going to go more into the, the ghost side of it than, like, for instance, with the cryptids. Um, the cryptids will come up in another episode. Um, they are going to be part of this series. It's, you have a little bit more research to do on them. Because there are a lot of different ones out there. The equipment that is used. Let's get close to it here. So, basic tools in, in terms of the trade. Now, an EVP, that is an electronic voice phenomenon. I mentioned it earlier. An EVP is a sound that is captured on digital uh, voice recorder. Uh, a ghost hunter will sit in a room, or often alone, or with somebody else sitting there, that will act as a witness um, asking questions. They'll give a slight pause to allow for the spirit to answer, and then ask another question with another pause. This will go on anywhere from five minutes up to several hours. The hope is that they'll get uh, the answers to different questions that they ask. Um, they use a recorder because they're not usually able to hear the reply. A lot of times, and here's where sus suspension of disbelief comes in, we are, from very young ages, trained to think that ghosts don't exist, that other realms don't exist, that the other worlds don't exist, you know, life after. And because of that, on a subconscious level, our brain will filter out our ears. It will filter out our eyes. There are those of us who believe, know, myself being one of them, because I've seen this stuff. I've, I've seen... What happens? And to all my friends that are on Facebook that are watching, or on YouTube that are watching, put your comment in. It'll come through to me. I am using the HAPS platform. It's a brand new platform that allows us to multi-stream. So right now I'm streaming on Twitch, Facebook Live, YouTube, and Twitter. So <laughs> back to the EVP. Um, we're, believe, we're trained to not believe what we're hearing. That that whisper didn't actually happen. That's why they use the digital voice recorder, because that way they have evidence of it. Brain cannot ignore hard evidence. It's just, it's, that's the way the brain is wired. Uh, an EMF reader. This is an electromagnetic field reader. Um, a lot of you have probably seen them. They're a little rectangular piece like this on the top of it it'll have different lights going from yellow or from green to yellow to red and what this is used for because energies spirits you know anything that's manifesting that energy and coalescing it creates an electromagnetic field energy has an electromagnetic field that's why you see them turn off the power a lot of times when they do their overnight investigations. They turn off the power because they're using an EMF detector. They'll walk through, they'll get a baseline and find out exactly where it is. If they don't turn off the power, they walk through, they find the hot spots. So they can avoid those hot spots with that detector because it can give them a false reading. When a spirit gets close or when a spirit interacts with that reader, 
it makes it go up. It's, it gives a higher reading. So they know that there's something there that's interacting with that meter. A lot of times that's when they'll do an EVP. A lot of times they'll be told by a homeowner or a business person or, you know, staff, you know, if they're doing like a hotel or something. And decided it wanted to rain. <laughs> Perfect setting. Um, that, you know, this is a hot spot. This is what happens to me every time I come in here. Or guests have reported hearing this or seeing this or, you know, any number of other things. And that's where they'll go to do their, their EMF readings, go there to do their EVPs. They'll set up a camera to watch that particular spot to see if there is any activity. Which leads to the next piece of equipment, which is a digital camera. This can be a digital, uh, just a regular camera camera that you take a, a still picture with. This can be the video camera. It can be a handheld video camera. It can be a more fancy one. Um, which if any of you do decide to uh, support my channel and support the show, those proceeds will be used to getting some better equipment and getting some equipment where I can actually take you along on a ghost hunt. Now, most of the time when they use a digital video camera, this camera, it'll have a, a little SD card in the side of it um, so that everything that that camera sees gets recorded to the SD card. But it'll also have cables snake back to a DVR system that is going to record everything that that camera sees as well. Now, a lot of ghost hunters will review both the SD card and the digital video camera or the digital video recorder and match things up because sometimes the DVR might not see something that the camera sees or the camera may see or the DVR may see something that the camera doesn't. So it's, it's a point of reference. It's a double check. Now, there are um, also the cameras... Um, there's something called a FLIR camera, an F-L-I-R. It reads infrared light. So when you've got a FLIR camera and you see these different spectrums, um, the blue is cold, yellow is warm, red is hot, a lot of ghost hunters will use a FLIR camera to search for cold spots to search for where a spirit may have interacted with a piece of furniture because the piece of furniture around it may be warm and then where that spirit interacted may be colder or maybe a cooler, a cooler color. And there are other more advanced uh, pieces of equipment, but the EMF detector, your digital voice recorder, and your digital camera are the primary tools of a ghost hunter. And the best part about it is everyone's got one of these. Everyone's got a phone. It's got your digital voice recorder in it. It's got your digital camera in it. And there's even an app with the new phones with um, something called a near field reader. 
that app will use the near field reader to find out what the electromagnetic field is in a room. So you've got all your tools right there. You can buy really good pieces of equipment on uh, Amazon. Highly recommend you go and you buy some of the better equipment. Make sure you check all the reviews. Don't go with pieces of equipment where there's very few reviews because you might get a lemon. You know, so there's different things that will always lead up to, you know, getting you started. But the best starting piece of equipment out there right now is everybody's got one. It's this right here. It's your phone. Now, there are some more advanced pieces of equipment that those tundras use. Um, the spirit box. These things are fun. Uh, they will scan the AM FM band, and it'll just be static most of the time. And then when a spirit interacts with it, you're supposed to be able to hear what the spirit is saying. So you'll hear random words sometimes. That is a piece of equipment that a lot of ghost hunters have started using. I'm all for them testing the new technology, testing the new equipment. But in my opinion, it has not proven itself yet. Because there's not any way of proving that a random word you hear may not be radio bleed over from a CB that's three blocks away. Or from somebody that's got a ham radio three states over and it the signal just happened to catch a certain bounce and hit that hit the box. So there's not a guarantee proven reliability of the spirit box, in my personal opinion. Now, there's also two different types of laser grids that are out. One of them, which is usually depicted, depicted by a red laser, or red grid of lasers. It puts a grid up in an area, and anything coming into that grid, into that laser that breaks that laser line, which energy will do, it'll bend that light and cause that, that laser line to be off kilter. And then that's going to send a signal back to the box that's generating the laser, and it's going to light up. It's going to light up one or two lights or three lights, depending on how strong of a, a break it is. And that is supposed to indicate to the ghost hunter uh, or the paranormal investigator that there is an entity there. That one is a little bit older of a technology. And it works, like I said, it works a lot like an EMF detector. It's just, a, in my opinion, it's really fancy. So, <laughs> forgive me to... You know, those of you out there that do do ghost hunting, do do paranormal investigation, use that. Forgive me. I mean, it gives you much more of an area to read in that field. Then there's also a new type of laser out that is usually depicted as a green laser. This feeds back into a camera that when that laser field is broken... You know, that camera is watching the grid, and where it's broken at, it's going to connect the dots. 
it'll create basically a stick figure or a if you've ever played with blender it'll it'll create a, a, a mesh skeleton type layout to indicate that something is there this one's based a little bit more in science um there is some refinement that can be done with it because a lot of times whatever it is that's breaking that laser line looks kind of like Orion where you've got the waist and you've got going up to the shoulders and stick figure arms and then stick figure legs. And so there is a little bit of refinement there, but that one's a little bit closer to proving itself. It's not because it's also recording it's recording what it's seeing and then it's overlaying that stick figure onto what it's seeing. So a lot of times an investigator will break that plane of the laser and it'll get that stick figure, but you can also see the investigator. So it's, it's a little bit, it's proving itself a little bit faster than like spirit boxes. And again, you know, if anyone has a story that they want to share, I don't care how interesting is. Hey, Pedro, hi. If you have a story that you want to share and you're on the HAPS platform, let me know and I can invite you into the room. If you have um, a video that you've captured or if you have an EVP that you've captured that you want to share, you know, email it to me. Um, I am hoping that as the show uh, builds a little bit of steam, we'll have some people calling in. Um, I, I've got everything set up for that where we're going to have you know, open phone lines with live calling. I think I may have to update my profile and get that information in there. But I will have it there. I promise you that. I hope everyone has enjoyed the show tonight. I thank you for watching. And I hope everyone has a great evening, morning, day, night, whatever the case may be. Have fun.